0: And I was on the tube on my way, on my own, um, meeting people there, and I was just like crying on the tube because I was like hated the way I looked. Didn't I was like, wow, well, I've got to thirty and I'm still overweight.
1: Losing weight isn't easy, and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real life success stories from normal everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hello everybody, Carl again. Welcome to another episode of the Weight Loss Warrior podcast. Today I'm very happy to be joined by Joe. Joe, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, not bad. Glad to hear it and a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. So Joe, you're from the UK and people will be happy to hear that you haven't followed the Slimming World plan. I actually have another guest who isn't from Slimming World. And like I said, for the other guest who'd been from another plan, it's not that I have anything against Slimming World, but I just want to provide variety on the podcast, you know. So um, you've lost a considerable amount of weight with Weight Watchers, haven't you?
0: Yeah, I have um, had some success and then some stumbling blocks and then hopefully on the the road to success again now. So, yeah, it's been a, a journey for sure.
1: And and that that's what I think is, is more relatable and, and truer to real life. And I'm really looking forward to getting into that uh, throughout this episode. So um, maybe we could start off, Joe. Tell us a bit about yourself, where you're from, what you're into.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, as Carl said, I'm called Joe and I'm from living in London, originally from Leicester, I'm working for a charity in London, um, have been in London for 10, 10 or so years, um, came to Uni here um, and yeah that's that's mostly that's mostly me really
1: focusing more on your your journey and before your journey started with your weight loss uh, t- take us through you know what what led to you obviously deciding to lose weight um, and and had you been overweight for a long time prior to making that decision
0: yeah so I think it goes back to kind of adolescence, becoming a teenager, um, becoming less active, I guess, um, as you're in secondary school and just being a bit more lazy, um, started to put on weight, um, was conscious of that weight, um, never really got, I was always quite tall. I've always been very tall. So, um, it, I've, I guess people have always said I carry the weight well, but, I was conscious of it and obviously most of the other people at school were slim, athletic Um, and there was me and a friend who who weren't. Um, So my mum was actually a member of Rosemary Connolly clubs at the time and me and my friend started to go with her when we were about 15. Um, So me and him both lost around four stone um, on that diet Um, and we were in fitness DVDs with her and we're in her magazine. Um, and that was kind of the first experience of kind of a weight loss management um, club um, going to a slimming club as people weren't scared to call them in those days. And um, yeah, good experience. I was writing from um, national magazine um, when I was a teenager. So um, that was quite a good experience and being in things like, uh, fitness DVD was you know experience that I couldn't really have imagined um
1: wow no, no, that's that's impressive I, I had no idea about yeah. that. and uh <laughs> I, I remember Rosemary Rosemary Connolly was you know I think in the, the 90s late 90s yeah. probably early 2000s very very famous well I remember my mum having a book and her because if if it's a right woman did she have quite like curly hair she was always in a leotard yeah. on her. Uh, magazines yeah. and things I, I remember well and so you were in the in one of her fitness so i was in one of
0: her fitness dvds yeah and when i mean my friend michael were about 16 at the time i just started college and we went to birmingham for three days to film this fitness dvd with um three middle-aged women and then as two 16 year olds <laughs> um but it was quite a good experience <laughs> it was fun Um, And then we used to write a monthly column in her magazine, um, which was called Ask Mike and Joe. And it was like the teenager agony uncle column. She did Ask Rosemary for adults and we did one for teenagers. So that was quite cool. Um, And then... It kind of is similar to my experience now. Like I went to uni and routine changed and my lifestyle changed and was drinking way more alcohol than I'd ever drank before and things like that and just put on a lot of a st- lot of weight. Um, I think in my first term at uni, I put on about three stone from the September to Christmas and got home at Christmas and felt gross. And then since uni, just never seemed to be able to lose it um consistently I kind of got to this weight and was kind of stuck at it um had tried throughout my 20s various keto and different things just calorie counting downloaded and deleted my fitness pal 1500 times so you know was constantly trying to chip away at it and would lose maybe a stone for a wedding or for an occasion and then would put it back put it back on because I'd just go off the plan um so that's been kind of you know a theme of my life um and then in 2019 um a friend of mine was going to the local weight watchers and we live nearby each other in london So I said, oh, well, I'll come along with you. She got a month free for a friend, I think, if you refer a friend. And I was like, well, I'll come and I'll keep you company. And I just thought it would be a good way to motivate her because I wanted her to succeed at it. And then started to go to the class and um, just something clicked and I just got on really well with it. Um, I think the app really helped. It was a really useful tool to be able to, track and has everything on there that you need so it was a real key element to kind of the success and I was very comfortable in my kind of surroundings I was living with my brother and sister-in-law I felt very stable I'd was working in a a good job and stable job and just felt like everything was you know in the right routine and order um so in that year from February 2019 to like February March 2020 I was doing really well and lost 6 stone um in that year um and then covid <laughs> hit in yeah. 2020 um and things kind of just took a bit of a turn um there was no weekly um workshops anymore like face to face workshops they'd moved to virtual online workshops um but what with you know it was kind of my own decision but Being on Zoom all day for work, I didn't want to sit on a Zoom for an hour in the evening um, and do a Weight Watchers, you know, class in the evening workshop. I just was like, it just doesn't work for me. Um, And just got out of the routine. It was, I've said it many times before that for me, I know that it's about routine and just having um, things in order and just lost that. I moved house. My brother and sister-in-law moved away. Um, so I was in a new house. My housemate was cooking for me, which was delicious, but not Weight Watchers necessarily. Um, and it was just, everything just went to pot, really. Um, and it was like I was putting on a pound here, a half a pound there, then losing it. It was very slow. Um, and probably in the two years of all the lockdowns and everything else, gradually more and more and more the weight was creeping up and you know every few pounds I'd be like oh it's fine I'll lose that or you know it got to a stone and I was like oh it's fine I'll lose that I'll get back on the straight and narrow and I could just never really get that motivation again because we were working from home my you know I couldn't go to the gym I couldn't go to spin class or things that I was used to doing and the routine that I had 18 months down the line I'd put on The majority of the weight that I'd lost um which was really quite gutting (laughs) for me to be honest like um and no reflection really on WW or the plan because it worked for me and it is working for me now um it was more my own kind of self-sabotage and just not committing to it and not you know having any self-control and I think it was a pivotal moment when we went into lockdown that I'd got to that point where I'd lost the weight that I wanted to I was at the weight that I wanted to be um and then everything changed and it was at that moment really that I needed things to stay the same and so that I could work out so how do I maintain this how do I navigate life at this weight and make sure that I'm not putting on weight and everything just got flipped up upside down so I think you know I, I I can blame that but ultimately it was me not committing to it but um yeah it was just one of those things it was a hard time we were in and out of lockdown and all the other excuses that I can say but um it was kind of last Christmas. I went to visit my sister who lives in Chicago and my brother and sister-in-law now live in Toronto. So I was visiting them. Um, And just two weeks of eating all of the rich North American food. um, I came back in January and was like, okay, right, (laughs) enough is enough now. I've got back to kind of square one more or less. And I need to crack on now and, um, you know, commit to it and, we were going back, starting to go back into the office in the new year and things like that. So that routine again was coming back into place, and I could go back out um, to the gym and stuff like that. Um, so this year, it's not been. I've heard other people talk about it. You know, in the first year, the first the first time you start the program, whatever program it is you're doing, you you know you have a blinding first year if you're really committed you restrict yourself you're you know really strict with what you're eating um and this year I've kind of taken a bit more of a relaxed approach that I don't want to be I was you know in the first year I'd go to a restaurant because I had no points left I would just order a side salad and sit there miserable because my friends were eating like katsu curry and I was like I just want to eat that and really I could have just eaten it but I was really wanting to lose that weight and, you know, go into the workshops and stuff, you get a high from that because you're getting all this praise and adulation that you've lost weight every week or, you know, the most weeks. Um, and But this year I'm just trying to <laughs> take it a bit more easily and not put as much pressure on myself and, you know, just be more active, eat better and try and do what I can. Um, so I'm just shy of two stone down now. So it was six stone down, six stone up, two two stone down. But um, yeah, I feel like I'm back on on the wagon now.
1: And it, and it sounds as though you're you're doing it in a much more manageable way. And congratulations on on first of all making a decision to go back and, and losing that weight again. Um, I, I'm going to go into that in more detail probably a bit later on. But for now, just to go back, because you you covered quite a lot there, Joe. Yeah, sorry. uh, It was was very interesting. (laughs) No, no, please don't apologize. It was very interesting to listen to. Uh, But I just wanted to to touch on a couple of points if I can. So first of all, just from listening to you, I'd say that you've been quite hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and you probably don't need to, like you say, ultimately it is down to you and, you know, you have to be accountable for that. And you used the word excuses. And I, I can appreciate that. I actually think it's good that you you recognize and have said that, you know, there's lots of things you could blame it on, but ultimately it has to be you who does yeah. it. And that's absolutely true. But you've, you've listened to other episodes and we've talked about lockdown and how that's impacted people physically, mentally. And we we were just, were not prepared for that yeah. or knew how to react. And it's quite normal from the journey that you had described living with your, I think you said brother and sister-in-law. Yeah. Um, you had stability there you had you know your job everything was working in a the right direction yeah. and this was like you, you'd found your click we, we've talked about you know finding out what makes it click and it works and it sounds as though you had that in place and when everything's going well it kind of builds that momentum and, and continues but like you said when things get turned completely around the other way you your living circumstances have changed you weren't allowed to to go out you couldn't go to your face-to-face meetings mm. and so it's, it's kind of understandable and, and normal that you would revert back to how life was before you'd found that click as i describe it because th- that's probably how life was leading up to when the change in the six stone loss happened yeah. and it was a difficult time for everybody i think and and the more people i speak to with this podcast the more i realize and the more i see the impact it's had now you, you said that you'd lost i think four stone when you were 15 and and uni happened and uni's a time where you know i, I don't think the majority of people are so concerned about health yeah uh, it's it's about the parties and the drinking Definitely. and everything else that comes with it and I, I i didn't actually study at university i decided not to i decided to work however i had friends in uni so i kind of got the the uni life by going to visit them yeah each weekend so i went to multiple unis and uh just seeing you know how the lifestyle there it was it was great but not really not a healthy in line with with a healthy exactly um so that again and when you're young you're in your 20s i think your body's very forgiving Mm. for things like this as well but obviously it does have an impact on you how you feel about yourself your confidence and and that's something that we haven't really talked about too much but while you were overweight and before you decided to lose that six stone how was that for you as as joe as a person was it difficult to deal with or or did it not really affect you so much
0: um i think i always felt like you know uncomfortable about being so overweight i'd get down to kind of 15 or 16 stone and feel a bit more like trimmer and just a bit better um but then generally sit like at the top end I was around 18 18 19 stone um and it's at that that I feel very uncomfortable and you know clothes don't look nice and don't look good and I remember before uni um like my bank statements was just constantly H&M Nando's H&M <laughs> Um, and I was just buying clothes all the time because I was, I'd slim down and I felt confident and wanted, I could fit into stuff that other people could fit into that would look nice. And I was like, oh, and it now looks nice on me. Um, and I think all through my twenties, I felt like that, like I didn't buy clothes regularly. I'd just wear things you know, till a threadbare, because I'm like, well, what's the point of spending money on clothes that I don't feel comfortable in, don't feel confident anyway. So I might as well just wear them till they're falling apart. Um, and so, yeah, I think there was a lot of other things going on in my 20s. I was never picked on for being overweight. Um, like I said, I'm quite tall, so it doesn't necessarily, I don't look massive. Um, so it was never something that i got picked on for that i got picked on for being gay um and at the time didn't uh, realize i was gay when i was 12 or 13. um and struggled with that all through my 20s i didn't come out until i was 27 um officially like everyone knew but like i didn't actually announce it until i was in my later 20s so actually my weight was on the back burner really um because I was more worried about that and how my friends would react. You know, I knew that my friends and my family loved me at 19 stone. So that didn't bother me. What I was worried about was <laughs> that they wouldn't love me if they found out I was gay. Um, so it was kind of, yeah, the way I guess I never gave it much thought. I, I mean, I did give it thought. I was always, you know, I'm always looking at in the mirror and thinking, oh, I hate, I hate the way I look, but um, it it wasn't enough in the front of my mind to for me to really make a committed effort.
1: You you had other things going on. Yeah, and um, and dealing with that. So combined with the two, obviously, like you said, the the dealing with the family, the friends, finding out you were gay was a a bigger worry of the two. I think for so. You. Yeah, um, yeah, and I, I think obviously you said that you didn't come out until you were twenty seven officially. And and did do you think that maybe you losing weight? I, I don't know if I have got the timeline right here, but you losing weight was something that was easier once you'd come out because then you didn't have that overbearing worry about being gay because everybody knew, and then you could focus on yourself and and you know starting to work on yourself in in a bigger capacity. Yeah, do you think that's connected? Or
0: yeah, I think so. So it was a few quite a few years later that I started WW in 2019 um so yeah it was about 2014 probably I came out um but it was quite some years later but obviously I was getting to the point where I was like I went twenty twenty seventeen. 2017 it was my 30th um and I went to the my birthday party we have we did boat party with my friends we had a joint party and i was on the tube on my way on my own um and meeting people there and i was just like crying (laughs) on the tube because i was like hated the way i looked didn't i was like well how have i got to 30 and i'm still overweight um and it still took me another year and a few months to 2019 to actually do something about it um And I think that was down to my friend, you know, just highlighting to me. I saw her, she was on the Weight Watchers app and I was like, what are you doing? And it just then I was like, oh, if there's an app, it'll be easy because it's on my phone and I'm on my phone. And um, it still took me a while after, you know, thinking, having those moments where I just was really upset that I was still overweight. But I guess I got to the point where I was comfortable, all my friends and family knew I was gay and... I, you know, wanted to feel confident in myself to be able to go out and meet people um, and potentially have a relationship. And I didn't, don't feel like I'm talking now, like I'm not overweight, but I am. Um, I don't feel like I can do that at this weight. Um, so for me, it was, yeah, it was important for me to lose weight for that reason okay. as
1: well. So it is impacting reason. your you're confident but but your confidence and uh, yeah I, I think it's something we see a lot of people promoting and talking about you know self-love and loving yourself before you'll be able to actually allow somebody else into that exactly. into your space yeah completely yeah because exactly. if, if you can't be happy with yourself i think longer term i mean you can meet many people but it's very difficult to have a a meaningful relationship with somebody else when you're still working through that relationship with yourself. Yeah. And so that's obviously quite a a big challenge. And I I imagine when you lost six stone, I think you said, Mm. Uh, but leading up to COVID things were going great. I'm sure that your headspace was probably right. Next step, go out, get a boyfriend, Mm. settle down happily ever after. (laughs) And then lockdown happened. Yeah. Um, which kind of put a spanner in the works for you if, if you're talking about confidence and Definitely. where your mind was. Yeah, So, and I
0: guess and it was just, you know, being at home, not really being able to leave the house. I was going to Lidl. I was drinking like every night of the week um, because there was, what else was there to do? We were watching TV and just drinking and eating and ordering donut kits and like, you know, just doing stuff that I knew was like... You know this is not going to help me <laughs> but what else was there to do um just yeah, to avoid the boredom just, of it yeah exactly it was like decorate a donut kit and it was just something fun to do one evening because we were so sick of being in the house all day
1: well Joe, let's just be honest. Decorating donuts. Nobody ever got put on weight from decorating donuts. Right. It's, it's, it's eating, eating them. them yeah. but that's, that's the dangerous bit. Yeah. But, um, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. But I, I think I've mentioned this before. But I, I lost my job. I found myself unemployed two weeks before COVID lockdown started, and, I mean, I have two kids and a wife, and it was a blessing in disguise because it meant I could look after the children yeah. while my wife carried on working. But the thing of drinking and you know, it's, I think it's okay to admit to that but I because I didn't have to get up early for work I didn't mind I was I was having a drink every night but then that kind of crept earlier and earlier as the weeks and months went on because it was like okay well it's lunchtime it's not like I've got to work (laughs) this afternoon yeah I know I was looking after I mean I wasn't sitting there you know getting through two bottles of wine or anything at lunchtime but I'd have a drink earlier and the thing with that I think was just rather than necessarily the the drinking and the damage the alcohol was doing it's just the additional calories that i was consuming throughout a day where in a normal working day i just would never have done which led to weight gain um but also just not a very healthy lifestyle overall but again like you said I, i think covid was very unique in that sense that we probably discovered a lot of things about ourselves we found new coping mechanisms and the good thing is now that we're through the other side of that we do have that opportunity to make a change and and to to look back at that as, as a darker time that it has been and gone. Yeah. But reflect on that and, and look forward. Yeah. Definitely. So you said at the beginning of this year, after a trip to Chicago, which is a place I absolutely love, but know for a fact that deep dish pizzas are yeah. lethal. And I um, had about four
0: <laughs> probably. Oh really? Not all to myself. We, but I mean we went out for deep dish quite often.
1: So <laughs> and, and did you try Giordano's and Lumalnatis, or um,
0: yeah, I think so. Um, and we went to another one, Pequads, as well. Okay, so so, so yeah, really you good. had
1: the full Chicago experience yeah, then. Definitely, lovely city, though. very cold that time of year. Yeah, but, it was um, cold.
0: Toronto was colder. <laughs> <laughs> I can that imagine. Was, I yeah, can imagine about minus fifteen.
1: So. so, anyway, back to your journey. Yeah. Uh, so January came. You came back and you said, right, okay, enough's enough. And you signed back up to Weight Watchers?
0: I, don't, I was always a member. Um, okay. I When I joined in the February 2019, um, in the June time, um, WW actually asked me to be an ambassador for them. Um, so they have a group of members who are brand ambassadors for them. Um, and they asked me to do that and I was... Promoting them on my Instagram anyway. My Instagram was solely for Weight Watchers for WW. So um, I was like, yeah, sure. Um, and I've done stuff for them, um, been on their podcast, been in TV advert, been um, in the magazine, things like that. So done various things um, and have continued to be a member for the whole time. I was still trying to track during covid i was still doing stuff um partnerships with them um and yeah i've i've been a member since february 9, 2019 and haven't stopped but i just made a a conscious decision in january that i wanted to commit again and fully do it i knew that you know i need to track on the app um to be consistent i can't just try and do it in my head and go oh well i think that's that many points and i think that's that many points cuz i'll forget what i've eaten and then i eat too much so i knew that i needed to be religiously tracking on the app again and doing that kind of stuff um and i didn't want to leave it another you know i'd lost the weight when i was in my teens and then had left it nearly 15 years more than 15 years before I did anything about it and I was like I don't want to leave this another 15 years before I do something about it um so you know it'd been 18 minutes of COVID we were coming out the other side and I thought okay right I've got no excuse now COVID's not the excuse that I was using and I need to just actually try and commit to it and um yeah so since January been a bit more on it, but obviously not as rapid weight loss as before.
1: No, but Joey, I think um, the fact that you've lost two stone this year, and it seems as very the, the balance is there because one thing you mentioned earlier, which I thought was very interesting, was that you said that you know you lost lots of weight, you've been doing everything religiously, you've done it, but then the combination of lockdown and reaching your target. Mm posed a very different kind of challenge yeah. because this is something we spoke to with the another Joe <laughs> who appeared on an earlier episode actually about maintaining weight and what he said was very interesting and, and we've spoken about it a couple of other times that the focus is so much on losing weight and you said as well, you go to the groups, you get uh, the applause, you get recognition yeah. each time you lose weight but then how do you maintain your weight? Where, where is the success in staying the same? Because up until that point, staying the same has been almost a negative thing, Yeah. whereas you you, you you don't need to lose weight anymore. But staying the same is obviously the new objective. And that is tricky in itself yeah. because you have to kind of plan differently. You have to get your head out of a mindset of trying to lose weight and, and just really discovering what that next phase looks like can be difficult. And I think but I got to a
0: point, you know, a few stone down. I was like, OK, I can do this. I, I know how to lose weight now. <laughs> Um, and I actually then started to worry about I, what will I do when I, I get to the the goal and get to the end point and my biggest worry I think was the, the maintaining and I knew that like I would still have workshop and well I thought I would still have the workshop um, and would be able to go and there'd be that support and you know other people there that maintaining and things like that and it was obviously at that crucial moment that then we went into lockdown and there were no workshops and I didn't have that support um and you know that yeah that was my one of my actual worries during the process was i you know I know how to lose weight but I don't know how to maintain (laughs) um and never really got the chance to try and figure that out
1: not yet, not yet. But I, I've got a feeling it's. <laughs> I've got a feeling it's coming, Joe. And, yeah. and this is something I think it's fantastic having you on the show at this stage because obviously this is a podcast about selling, celebrating weight loss success stories. And you you've had the success, and you're now finding that success again, but in a slightly different way. It sounds as though. Yeah. And I, I honestly believe in the way you're describing it, but this is the key to longer term because you're, you're not obsessed with losing weight as quickly as you can. And so, because that, that obsession with losing weight and doing it so focused, it consumes a lot of energy. And that I think is motivation rather than discipline and long-term plans and objectives. And unfortunately for many people, that motivation cannot last forever. It's just part of our body. We, we cannot continue to be motivated for anything at the same pace forever. So it sounds as though right now you've actually, you're doing things more steady, less obsessive, you've got a better balance and it is going to take more time. Yeah, But I would say that this, when you do arrive to that target, it won't have been such a, a fast process. It won't have been such a drastic change that you'll probably find, okay, you're more settled with it this time. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, I'm finding that balance. People always talk about finding the right balance and, I'm definitely trying to find the right balance for me um, to, I've said before that in the first kind of year, um, I I made my life fit around WW. Um, whereas now I feel like I'm making WW fit around my life and I've kind of switched it. Um, so instead of changing my life um, to stick to WW, i'm actually you know feeling more comfortable with it i know the plan inside out i have the support from people in the ww community and friends that i've met through instagram and through workshops and things and i know that there's the support there and i i know what i need to do and but i'm just finding out how i maintain that long term and make sure that you know this is a a lifestyle change that will last for a while i don't want to keep going through and actually i did a partnership with um everyone active and ww and had a personal trainer for a few weeks during one of the lockdowns um for about six weeks and she said to me quite bluntly she was like you can't keep doing this you can't keep losing weight putting it all back on losing weight putting it all back on it's not it's not good for you and i know that it's not good for me um and i don't want to i don't want to keep doing that um so that's why this time you know i'm trying to make sure that i'm doing it kind of slow and steady and as they say slow and steady wins the race but trying to do it in a way that i can slowly adapt my life so that it just feels like this is just my life now it's not like you know this period i'm on a diet and then i'll stop being on a diet and then things will go out of the window but it's like actually i'll just find that right balance of food and exercise and and it'll just be yeah hopefully part of you part part of of my lifestyle
1: exactly and and like you say a diet is only really ever perceived as something for a short period of time and uh, i think you're absolutely spot on with that and the other thing as well like like you said the personal trainer said to you that it's, it's not good to keep losing weight gaining weight and one thing that i think happens as well is as time goes on, the the swings between low weight and high weight become even bigger. Mm. So you know you'll you'll go from losing even more weight, but then gaining even more weight, then losing even more weight, then gaining even more weight, and that that puts a strain on your body and yeah. and on, on you as a person as well. Just to know what you have to go through and the challenge because it isn't easy to to do that unless you have a complete change of lifestyle. But I, I, I'm really happy to hear that you're doing it, and I, I think that this is probably episode one, part one of your story, because I'd really like to find out how you're getting on. And I'm I'm going to continue to follow you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you're two stoned down now. And um, summer's coming to the end. And it'd be interesting to see now as, as we get towards the end of the year, yeah. how your focus is and how that goes. What advice, Joe, would you give to to any of our listeners who have been listening to you and probably relate to to some of the, the things you've been through or have gone through and still going through?
0: I think um, ultimately you have to find the the plan or the, the tool that works for you um, to lose the weight if that's something you want to do. Um, I know that for me, WW just fitted around my life. It it was, you know, the app was really great. The, the free foods were things that I ate anyway, chicken and eggs and things like that. And it just felt like I could work my life around it and, you know, just make a few small changes in terms of like the crisps I was eating and things like that. Um, and it would work um, and obviously found that great support network. I think listening to other people on this podcast and on other weight loss podcasts, the support is key um, for a lot of people um having that community around them um and i think just you know it's not you have to ultimately be doing it for yourself and not necessarily for a thing um so many times i would lose a stone or two for a wedding like i said earlier or for another occasion and i i'm not convinced that that kind of targets works um for some people It does, but I think long term, I think maybe you need to just be doing it because you just want to make a change, not because you need to lose two stone by a wedding in a week, you know. Um, Because,
1: of course, as soon as that wedding arrives and has been and gone, you've got nothing really. Yeah. You're kind of, okay, job done. It Um, needs to be. That's my objective. I
0: want to improve my life for life, um, not just for three months because I've got an occasion. Um, So I think that, yeah. That would be my. That's great advice, advice.
1: and and I completely agree with your your sentiment there. So, another thing as well, Joe, about your Instagram account is the food that you post. It, it looks amazing, and and the one thing that struck me as I was looking through at the different photos is, first of all, <laughs> it, it looks nice visually. It's pleasing. It's good, but it doesn't look and and it's not to say that it looks simple, but it doesn't look too complicated which I think is important for a lot of people who are going on a lifestyle change, who want to lose weight. The, one of the most daunting things is changing the habits that they have in preparing food, especially if they're preparing for a family. Yeah. Um, it's bad enough if you're just cooking for yourself, but with other people to consider as well. But the, the meals that you share, they, they look like something I look and think, wow, that looks really nice. It looks like something I could do, mm. which I think is important. Yeah, I think my... Is that something you've learned?
0: General rule is I want it to be quick, (laughs) um, but also tasty and like... And obviously doing it, having an Instagram, it pushes me to do different things on most days. I can't just eat a bowl of pasta every night because that would get boring. So it is good for me to to just keep eating different things and changing my um, meals. Um, But yeah, ultimately I... I don't want to spend a lot of time in the kitchen so most of my meals are quick bakes things I can put in the oven in a tray bake or put in the air fryer or just do really quickly Um, and so 15 minute meals 30 minute meals those kind of cookbooks are my go-to really
1: Fantastic. And this is something I think would be very appealing to a lot of people. So Joe, tell us what is your Instagram
0: account that people can go and have a look at these lovely meals that can be done in fifteen minutes. Um so my Instagram is Joe's WW Journey. So J-O-E-S. And then w Joe's
1: WW Journey. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Great. Joe, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you very much for sharing your story. And I would truly like to have you back as your journey continues to find out. Uh, where, it, where it ends up. I've got a feeling it's going to be a very positive um, finale for Definitely. you. And um, it sounds as though you're on a, a very good track. So congratulations there. Yeah, and finally, you. of course, you're now officially a weight loss warrior. Thank you. Thank you for being part of the tribe.
0: Cheers. Take care. Thank you.
1: Bye bye. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new weight loss warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.